previously on Live at 605. I know. That's my favorite thing. It's the, one of the reasons why I started a podcast. So mm-hmm. when I didn't have to talk about our, all of our damn vacation stories. <laughs> we do so much shit. It's like, what? I got time to sit down yeah. with 40 of my closest friends and tell them individually all the dope shit we do. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. From a beautiful fall day that feels like a glitter friggin' hot summer day in September. This is episode 11 of season 12 of Live at 605. Episode 140 overall. Jeez Louise. Mm. I am your podcaster, Val. It's your boy, just John Mallon today. No Gucci Mama. You're all riled up. All riled up with technology this week. It's starting with the microphones, the cord busted. I leave you for like. But three days and it's all falling apart. It is. I barely got this working by default, so I, I don't know. But we're going to try and get through this day without too many technical glitches. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's good that we've made it to the penultimate episode. Which, Whoa. for those of you who don't know what that means, it means the second to last episode. <laughs> which I did not know you for about know. eight seasons, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think we're... At that sweet spot where it's good to do two more episodes and take a break and get stories. Yeah. Although I feel like we have stories for days. Yeah. This is basically your podcast today. Like, I'm just going to uh, lob up the softball to you and I'm just going to let you sock no, some dinger. No, no, I'm gonna let, no. See, because that's, that's why I'm, we're both good co-hosts. We. But, <laughs> but I'm going to feed you some nice meaty balls down the, down the pipeline. There's that six-year-old humor No, again. it's true. I'm trying to think of baseball <laughs> metaphors. Meatballs? <laughs> Who the fuck says meatballs and baseball? You can Google baseball and meatball. Here, you give, out, give out your contact him. information. <laughs> I'm going to see what happens when you Google baseball meatballs. <laughs> um, so if you guys want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've done this week, especially this weekend, you can follow me. On Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat, it's Val Gomez twenty three. That's awesome. It's a meatball sandwich with baseballs. I'll post it on the Facebook page. <laughs> did you give out your contact? Yes. Well, I didn't hear your Snapchat. I did. I did it all together. Oh, I thought you'd take more time to. No, uh, it's the same handle. <laughs> you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Uh, Twitter game's been pretty decent, getting new followers every week, trying to get up to 700. You know, my last goal was 605. We surpassed that by like, Obviously. By like tens of 20s of people. 95 to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash live 605. We got a lot of good likes this week. We posted some good shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we got lots of likes, so thanks for everyone for liking that. Mm-hmm. And, then on and the downloads from last week. Thank you for everyone who downloaded. So again, this past Last week and especially the last two days, people went ham in Ghana. Whoa! So I one of my coworkers is in Ghana. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I researched uh, Ghana and like their um, the language that they like the yeah. So I want native tongue. The native tongue. So I learned this all day. I'm gonna say thank you in the native tongue of people who live Go. in Ghana. You ready? Been practicing all day. Yeah. Go. Ready? Thank you. Oh, fuck Their off. native tongue's English. That's what I Google. Oh, so, okay. So I, what other what other secondary languages do they speak there? There's 149 I Googled. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you lying? No, I'm not. Look, I Googled. There's 149. That might even be me being, like, generous. Ghana official language? Yeah. 
Um, I spelled Ghana wrong. That's yeah, okay. you completely did. <laughs> That's what spell checks for. <laughs> and uh, language wrong. <laughs> I know. Um, English. Oh, yeah, German. See, right? Gutenberger, then. Language family, Germanic more, Latin script. Uh, see, there's like 140. Oh, okay. I Googled it. That's how I knew that English was the Where name. did you get 140? Uh, let me see. Hold on. There's information all over this place. <laughs> Google? <laughs> <laughs> how many languages are spoken? 250. Boom. Anyway, dialect. It's your boy over here. It back, says back here, your boy Gucci Mallon's got a second yeah, wind again. And that's what's up, you know. Back anyway, up in that ass. So, it was an awesome, obviously, Ghana went ham for us again, which is amazing. I have a lovely co-worker who's there right now. I have a lovely co-host. Thank you, you do. You do. do. Um, But we like to see more downloads across the world because it's pretty badass. Yeah. uh, We actually had a bunch in South Africa today. Ooh. I don't know anybody there. Some Aussies, Australia. Aussies. And just, again, more in, like, San Jose, San Fran. So I think the stickers are doing their damn thing. Awesomes. And then, obviously, don't forget, if you guys are on iTunes and downloading, drop us a comment on our iTunes page. Every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So, okay so I just there? had like, you, so John wears glasses almost reluctantly, yeah, like reading glasses, yeah. and um, he was hiding his stigma and like poor eyesight for years. No, apparently. It, so I've worn contacts and glasses since like first year university. Okay. Um, I wear contact lenses every day, right, and glasses. Pretty much, like, from the time we get home from work um, to, like, we go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> However, I never, one, we've run out of glasses cleaner. I have no idea where to get them from. Because <laughs> we like the wipes. I, like, actually never clean my reading glasses. Um, and they're opaque. But the other side of it is um, my contacts that I wear are bi-weeklies, but I keep them for a month. Yeah, I don't get why. Why do you do that to I don't yourself? know. Because. I scold you. I don't know. Sometimes, like, this week is probably a bad week to do it because I feel like my allergies or I'm getting sick again right. are out of whack. But I keep my contacts for, like, a little longer than you're supposed to. Like, a little by, like, 300%. percent like. I keep it longer than you're supposed to. But just now and, like, all this weekend, people who wear contacts will know this. You know when your eyes are just, like, you feel like you're getting sick and, like, the gooeyness builds up yeah, on yeah. them? And you can literally, on your contact... Pick the gooeyness oh. off of it. That's what I just did in the bathroom. And so I took off my contacts to put on my glasses, and I realized they're so dirty oh. that I can't see you properly. You're, like, foggy. Jesus. <laughs> Look at that. But then also, my Ray-Bans, for whatever reason, they're getting, like, discolored on the side. My Ray-Bans are discolored as well. I don't understand that. But then they go back sometimes. <laughs> so it's like playing a magic trick on me. So either way, this is the most pointless intro. And that's been another edition of 605 Sexy Talk. <laughs> so so uh, before we get things officially started, even before we get to the sponsorships, Ugh. two things I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, first one, though, I want you... So you've uh, criticized me in the past. About what? For talking <laughs> sure. about Instagram and not getting the respect I deserve, right? Yeah, but I it's gotta, different. Oh, oh, it's different? You're about to go off. See you again here. I'm, I'm, um, that's not my sponsorship. No, I know that, but mm-hmm. I want I want you, I just want to get your opinion. Yeah. So we're going to get into our epic softball playoff magical <laughs> run that we just went through. Yeah. Where some crazy shit went down. Yeah. 
But I just want to know how your Instagram game was from last oh. night. So here's the one thing, is that I find that my peak hours, much like putting the podcast out on a Tuesday, or people releasing Tuesday. albums on a Tuesday, is that my Instagram game is at its highest at four in the morning. Okay. For whatever reason. I made the mistake of posting a pic collage yeah. at 11 p.m. last night. Right. And I've only garnered for what I feel is at least a 22-like Instagram post. So what did you What did you post? I posted a pic collage from our baseball game summary. I'm not going to tell it now. Oh, now I got 14 likes. 14. Right? But I feel like, you know, it should get a bit more. The difference between John and I. What's the difference? Is the quality of posts I do. Do I have to show you again (laughs) my posts? No, I know you do very good ones, but I'm just saying, I'm out here. Posting the wall from Stranger Things. Yeah, but that was right when it happened. We literally watched Stranger Things like a day after it premiered. Right. So many people did not know about it. We are trendsetters. Trailblazers of pop culture, if you will. Okay, so I guess a picture of your hand sitting in front row at a Blue Jay game (laughs) only deserves six likes then. It did really well on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Well, we'll, you'll Uh, find out why you're upset later on. Yeah, we'll get into that. This week has been pretty action-packed for us. Um, but I only got to, like, capture one-third of it, a pick collage. <laughs> <laughs> I prematurely saved the yeah. uh, podcast there. So one other thing before we get into the sponsorship is there's a big congratulations in order Two. for uh, my big sister Ooh, and her husband, uh, going Devin. right into it. Yeah, because I felt bad because... So when we were away in San Francisco... The actual day we actually landed in San Francisco. So day one of the San yeah. Fan front. We got to the hotel, turned on the Wi-Fi, and the first thing we did was we were checking to see if we got any voicemails or emails because my sister was due to have a brand new baby boy. Woo. And she, in fact, did have a brand new <laughs> baby boy. What is a brand new baby boy? I don't know. Cause as, a, be like, as opposed to a stale baby boy. Or an old baby boy. <laughs> You ever seen the movie Baby Boy? No. Starring Tyrese and your boy Snoop Dogg? No. From the boy, from the guy who brought you Boys in the Hood? No. John Singleton, who was nominated for Best Director for American Crime Story. Oh. It all comes full circle. Okay, let's get back to your nephew. Yeah, so I just want to say congrats <laughs> to them for having a new boy. <laughs> A baby boy. So it's really awesome because obviously we have Benjamin and Savannah in our lives. We obviously now have baby Max, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so super cute. So we still have to go to Ottawa to go see him. Yeah, we're hoping to go in the next few weeks in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're definitely going to do that and we'll take pictures. But it's just awesome. Like I'm super excited. It just makes going back home even more fun again. Even more fun again. <laughs> I right? can't speak today. Can't speak today. But uh, yeah, congratulations yeah. to Jen and Devin. That is awesome. And to this week's super fan, the youngest super fan in live at six oh five history, Whoa. your boy Maddox Aww. Ring. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at six oh five super fan. That's it, Uncle. sweet. He is like the like most set of hair I've ever seen on a white child in my life, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I think he actually looks a little bit like me. I can see myself. I can him. see you. That's why he's damn handsome. Did, although, hasn't everybody debated it? It doesn't look like it belongs in your family. It looks like no, all of No, 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 that. like, in all, he looks more like Devin's oh, family. Yeah. Yeah, I, not like in no, I just heard he looks like Devin, but yeah. he's got a mixture of the kids. I don't know if he too. has the Malin gene, guys. Uh, well, we'll see when he becomes the future starting second baseman of your Toronto Blue Jays, <laughs> who suck currently. <laughs> yeah. um, but 
Uh, do you have a sponsorship Ugh. for this week now that we got all the formalities out of the way? Yes. So. Why don't we get into your <sighs> sponsorship? Guys, of guys, the guys. Week. Sponsorship of the week. As you know, um, last week John and I did some of the podcast together and then he was riding solo for like the last half of it because I was in Montreal for work. Actually, outside of Montreal. I was in another location called Lavelle, which is about 40 minutes outside of Montreal. And I was there from, like, Monday afternoon till Wednesday afternoon. And I was working. It was a really seamless flight with Air Canada. Got there. It's about, like, an hour and ten minutes. It's the same to go to, like, Washington mm-hmm. from Toronto. Super easy. Um, I actually got to fly from Porter, which you know me and my Porter flying luck. Yep. Right? Um, once I got to the airport, though... I had to rent a car, and the one thing is, I've actually never flown, to my knowledge, into Montreal. I've only taken the Via train or drove. Okay. So this was a new experience for me going into Pierre Trudeau um, Airport, and so I got the car, got to the hotel, two guns blazing, totally seamless experience, never thought anything of it again, right? Right. Checked in on my Porter app, found the car on my app, my Avis app, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. Right? Get to the hotel, do my work, whatever. All the work stuff was great. And then comes the time where I have to fly back to Toronto, right? Okay. And so, okay, I was talking to you. Okay, my flight, go. My... I almost had a third co-host there, your tummy. My tummy is all rumbly. Um, So, I was talking to you. I always talk to you every single night, obviously. But um, I came home from, like, the day... At about 10.30. Talked to John till about 11.30. And then we realized my flight going back to Toronto was at 10.30 in the morning. Correct. So because, obviously, we pack like champions, I had no like nothing to check in. So it's carry-on luggage, right? And it's only about 45 minutes to go back to the airport with traffic. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to allocate, because I'm John's girlfriend... I'm going to allocate at least an hour and 45 minutes. you have a clipboard minutes. with you? I did not have a clipboard because I'm not 82. But I'm but like, John gets nervous about traveling. He gets nervous about what time we go back to the airport. Yeah, because of things like this. Having said that, for I literally left two hours early. And did you almost miss your flight? Yes. Boom. And so, sun is shining, all's good, everything is working in my favor, except here's what? how the day started. Uh-oh. So, I go to bed after talking to John at about 4 in the morning. And I'm in a really nice, I'm in like a Sheridan hotel. Oh, that's but it's up. like, I'm on the elite suite floor. Oh, okay. That's you know, how I roll when I'm in the high, high roller over here. So, I'm like sleeping at 4 o'clock in the morning. All I hear is this sound. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my first question. Was it coming from inside your room? No. And so I woke up and I was literally like, I was going to start making that sound because yeah, I was having, having a heart attack. Did it like scare you a Yeah, bit? it scared me shitless. And then all I hear is like, you know when like an EKG machine is beeping? Boop. Yeah. Boop. So all I hear is that. No, no dead silent one though. And all I hear is this noise coming. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And this sound intermittently happening and so i'm kind of sitting and i'm like waiting for it to stop and i start checking like is my ipad on is my phone on like some weird alarm is there like a song going white noise whatever and then i like kind of sit up and i realize it's in the neighboring room and i can hear the sound through the wall like your bed 
wall is facing his bed Probably. Wall. And so it's his night's the person's nightstand, maybe. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, you know when you're like, how much time really passes? Yeah. And because we're editors, 30 seconds is a long time to us. For sure. Right? And so I think this is where either I was getting really irritated, but also like I have to wake up in like two hours and a half. Like I yeah. want to go to sleep. And so I'm like, okay, the noise is going. And it had been like two minutes, but it felt like 20 minutes to me. Okay. And so I'm like, why the fuck is this noise not stopping? And now, you know, we've had situations where we've had to sass people next door in hotels and apartment buildings and things. And so, so. rightfully so. So after 20 minutes, the noise had not stopped. And I was trying to ignore it and go to sleep, and I just couldn't. Like, it just started getting louder and louder, and it was like, Oh, yeah. Beep. right and so i'm like fucking hell and so i get out of bed go call the concierge at the concierge desk and i don't think they anticipate like a 4 a.m call yeah probably right so the person's like hi can i help you and i'm like hey dude like here's the state of affairs there's something going on in the room beside me i can hear this noise and what sounds like an alarm going off for the past 20 minutes and i can't tell if the person is like injured Right. right? It's like a recording or something, but you need to go check it out because I need to wake up in two hours. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking this person's going to go either say fuck off, yeah. right, to me, or... <laughs> that wouldn't be a very nice concierge. No, because it's it? like they probably think I'm scamming them or something, or they're going to go up and check and call me back. So having said that, I wait another 10 minutes. Nothing's happening. The sound is still going. But then I finally hear somebody come off the elevator, walk past my door, knock on the person's door, right? Go in, and then silence. They finished the job. They finished the job. Suffocated the person. But it's like, exactly. Look at what you're thinking about. I have no idea what happened to this person. You may have just been an accomplice to a murder. Maybe. And so I'm just like, somebody got, like, like, literally got shivved in that room. Did somebody, like, have food poisoning? Like, what the fuck's going on in that room? Mm. So I'm thinking these people are going to call me back. Yeah. They never call me back. So That's now, just courteous. That is just courteous. So now I'm awake thinking about what the shit happened in the room. I don't go to bed till 545. <laughs> I have to wake up in 15 minutes. <sighs> like, this is brutal. And so, okay, either way, I'm, like, exhausted. As per my story about how I never changed my contact lenses, yeah. here's another story about contact lenses. More you, sexy talk. More sexy talk. You can't put your contact lenses on when your eyes are burning. Your eyes will reject them. Did you bring your glasses? I'm not wearing my glasses after I just paid so five hundred dollars for blindly driving down. Now I think I know why the story just happened. <laughs> Should put on your damn glasses. You don't ever gonna see anyone there. I don't care. I don't I what's wrong with your glasses? I gotta make my income back on these sunglasses. I paid five hundred dollars for sunglasses. Yeah, but a twenty minute drive later, to the airport's t- not gonna matter. <laughs> Listen, I got told after I bought $500 sunglasses, somebody saw uh, the same glasses at Urban Outfitters for 30 bucks. You damn well think I'm not going to wear these every damn day here, to make my money back. Here's an article I read that no? happened in Laval last, last oh, week. Oh, God. A uh, person not wearing their proper glasses no, gets no. hit by a car no and way. then dies in local hotel. Okay, first of all, I know you don't my, memorize The person's dying like quote. That. I wish I wore my glasses and not my $500 sunglasses. Well, Just that saying. sounds like me. Yeah, it's, a, it's like Lost. It it's, is like uh, Lost. Your flash sideways. Flash sideways. And so, okay, so either way, I'm trying to put in my eyes. They're burning from my contact lenses because I haven't slept yet. 
getting ready. I'm still leaving two hours early. Yeah. Okay? The sun is shining, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I leave my hotel at 7.45. Okay. Even earlier than anticipated to walk to my car to drive off. I fully, literally get to the airport at 8.40. Okay? Okay. My GPS on Google Maps has taken me there. Okay. Right? I fully, like, I'm pretty good with a photogenic memory. So I always try and pick, like, pick, like, plot points and, like, iconic things to remember just in case I physically can't follow the GPS. I know where landmarks are, so I know I'm on the right track. I get back to the airport and I have to return this fucking car. Right. Okay. So I'm looking for the car rental. Remember, everything in Quebec Lavelle. There's French, yeah, right, and usually on highway signs there's English, aka Ghana's uh, national language. Exactly, one of two hundred and forty, and so girl, please, bitch, please. <laughs> so then all I get there is literally like going into a fucking labyrinth. I'm trying to find the like avenue to get into the airport, and so I keep driving around, and I'm like, where the fuck is the entrance? And so this is the weirdest thing. And it was like, it stresses me out so much. I went around that airport, no shit of a lie. Oh, wait, sorry. Hold on. I'm backing up again. Please. So before you return a car, you have to make sure you fill it up with gas. Right. So I Google Maps again, yeah. right, all the gas stations. You just press the gas station icon. Okay. And it'll show you in proximity to you what is the closest gas so station. Handy feature. Handy feature, some might say. Unless fucking hell, they tell you the thing is not fucking operating anymore. What? So I see Shell gas station. Yeah, I know Shell. Right? 2.3 kilometers away from me. The next one, seven. Okay? Oof. Nothing's in Lavelle. Right. So I go to Shell. I get there. Is it not closed down? What? <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? Right? And so now I'm like, oh my God. I have to drive out again to now this other gas station and find it. While I'm getting like, okay, it's not so bad. I'm not so late yet. Yeah. This is fine. I can drive another nine kilometers to this other <laughs> gas station. Go to the other gas station. You know how I never know what side the fucking thing is on, yeah. right? And yeah, yeah. all of the instructions on the fucking ATM machine uh, are in French. French. So I have this woman fucking inside the stall yelling at me. And what? I'm like, I don't know what you're saying to me. I don't know me. what this is. So all you see me do is move my car up to the next one because I broke one machine. You what? Because I lifted the handle first before I put my card in. Oh, boy. And so it like, like, kind of like stalls the machine. <laughs> so I went to the next one and did the same thing. Oh, my God. So I had to go back. The other one. Because all the other fucking things were taken. So then I finally get gas. Needless to say, I only needed four dollars and fifty one cents. Because you have to fill up the car, you'll get fined. To a full? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So me snapping my wrist. So I finally get the car and I'm like, all right, put back in to the car rental Avis. Back Mm. at the airport. I have it on my GPS. We're good. La 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 la. I'm listening to something. 99.7 The Buzz. The Buzz. In Quebec. AKA The Buzz. Right? Listen to the same friggin' Arcade Fire song 52 times. Drove back into the section of the airport that is supposed to unwrap me back into the car rental. Yeah. I go through it. There's no entrance. What? Right? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. So then I literally wrap like the kiss and ride. And all of a sudden I'm on the highway again. Uh oh. And so I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? Where the fuck's. And there's like. No exit, 
for two kilometers. So now I'm like, oh my God, I'm two kilometers away from the airport. So I have to drive back. I literally do the same drive again. Four more times. Four more times. Because I'm like, maybe I just missed it. Yeah. No, maybe. I didn't. There's no fucking way. So then I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And so this there's no point, signs that say like. No, John. Return? No, John. There are no signs. Well, I don't know. Right? You don't have your glasses and you're like squinting with one eye and the other eye's got like crust bubbles <laughs> shooting out. So then I literally am like, okay, what the fuck? And so my flight to board is at 10, 10 a.m. What time is it now? Probably like 9.30. Okay, and I have driven all over this fucking place. Right. So then I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting so stressed out. I literally like pull into like a neighboring hotel just to figure out where I am to like get yeah. my bearings. Yeah, that sounds decent. You know what? I'm not stressed out yet. It's gonna be fine, right? I still look up on GPS. I look up in Apple Maps as well. Okay. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. I pull back in to the airport again. There's no entrance, and I'm like. What the fuck is happening here, mm. right? I stand at the kiss and ride. I park the car illegally in the kiss and ride, <laughs> run into like a valet station. Okay. And I'm like, hey, dude, right? And it's like two guys, like a younger guy and an older dude. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, younger dude, where the fuck is the car rental entrance? Because I have to return this car. My flight is in like 40 minutes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you just go up this ramp, make a right, and then make two lefts. Okay. And I'm like, okay, sounds great. I literally get in the car, thank God I didn't get ticketed or towed, Whoa. right? Go back out, make the first right, I'm on the fucking highway again. What? What is this guy telling me? So I'm like, oh my God. So drive the two kilometers, come back, do the same wraparound, again, right? Okay. Go around, around again. Now it's 945 oh. and I'm shitting myself. Yeah, you're like a half hour away. I'm a half hour away. I also am like, I haven't even gone through security. I haven't even stepped into an airport yet. No. Right? I have to get, my flight lands at 1145. So either way, so then I go back, wrap the airport around, go back to the um, valet parking thing. And so I'm like, I walk in, talk to the same young dude. I'm like, Hey, I will pay somebody $20 to take me for 10 bucks. I could have told you over the phone how it got there. So I literally was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to burst into tears. Like I was getting genuinely get you not to do that. Well, I was getting so panicked. Like I'm like, you can always catch another flight. You can always catch another flight. Like in, You're not gonna be in, stranded there for I'm not years. stranded there for years. At least it's still in Canada. I have all my shit. Worst comes to worst. I take the money or I pay and take the hit, whatever, right? But I was getting so stressed out. I'm like, where the hell is this car rental place? So I'm like, hey, I will pay you, young dude who speaks moderate English. Yeah. I'll pay you $20 if you just come and take this car back with me. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'll send this guy what? who is the oldest crotchety man working at the valet thing. And all I'm thinking about is why do I keep picking up strangers? Wait, so what, you got a hitchhiker now? I got a stranger taking me back to the parking lot. Haven't we lot. learned this from like previous stories of you yeah. picking up strangers? But they're always like, like old brown men. <laughs> So I feel comforted by that because the first question they always ask me is like, so what nationality are you? And then I play up what they tell me because then I feel like they won't kill me. So if I say I'm one of you, right, this is where I get a free pass. I can pick all the nationalities. So he's like, I'm this. I'm like, so am I. right? And so either way, he's sitting in the car and I'm like. Do you speak swag Healy? Because I sure do. Ah. (laughs) Do not speak swag Healy. Swag Healy. (laughs) We do so much dope shit. That's all we do is dripping swag goo. Right? So either way, he he gets in the car with me. Ah, you hit me again. No, I didn't. Ah, you hit me again. Stop freaking out. (laughs) Okay. So then he gets in the car 
And so he's like, okay, now remember, the first instructions the guy told me are to go right. right. So he's like, okay, go, go right. Lo- no, no, no. He's like, okay, go right. But he also navigates, like, people I hate, who it's like, you can see the approach of what you have to do, and you're, like, less than 10 feet away from it, and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And he's like, oh, you're so stressful, just like my wife. And I'm like, okay, dude, you're the worst navigator. Like, give me the directions well in advance. So either way, I'm basically on the turn, and he's like, okay, turn right here. I'm like, thanks, man. Thanks for that. So then I go on it, and then right before you finish the merge lane to get onto the highway... There's, like, a makeshift exit to go left, which that guy technically was right, but it's not with a real sign. It's with a fake sign that's on the grass, right, that says new entrance to car lot, and it's written by hand, so there's no English, right? And so you make, like, a super sharp, like, left turn to get there. Could you argue, though, if you were wearing your glasses, the sign's easier to see. No! Right? And so all I could think of is, like, at least we're still in Canada, but it would be, like, you silly immigrant kind of thing. Can't speak the language. And so, like, the whole time we were driving back, he just kept complaining and bitching up to me about, like, how I'm a bad driver, like his wife. And so I was like, dude, you're a bad driver. Then we got out of the car, and I'm like, thanks, man. And he's like, so I heard there was this discussion of $20. And I'm like... Bitch, please, right? I was like, I didn't need your crass things, but then I gave him twenty dollars yeah. and ran through the airport. Luckily enough, I got through security because there was only like two people in line, which was awesome, and I didn't have that much. But then, as I was finishing the security, I heard the page for like, this is the final boarding call Jesus. for flight, blah blah blah, to yeah. Toronto, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah. right? And so, exactly like Amazing Race Canada, like ran through the airport Jesus. and got on the plane as they were like about to close the door. Oh, and you made it safe and sound. I made it safe and sound, but I was like drenched in sweat uh. and like sitting beside the world's like stinkiest. <laughs> are you sure you weren't the stinky one you just oh yeah 100 i was sweat. like sweating and she was stinky we were like the worst people to sit beside it smelled like something stanky stanky juice so is that your sponsorship that's my fucking sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week that was a 20 minute sponsorship Whoa, sorry, John. No, I laid it up for you. I gave you the, uh, like I said, this is your podcast, so you got all the good no, stories. It's not. I'm just here to add witty commentary. Okay, Ghana. <laughs> that was very witty. I'm <laughs> um, trying to think. I don't have a sponsorship because that one was far too good. Um, I just have the worst travel incidents. Like, I always like to no. think if we were on The Amazing Race, what role would I play? And yeah. so I do think I'm a good driver, so it stresses me out when somebody gives me bad yeah, you're directions. you're a very good driver. And so it's also like, how did Google Maps lie so much? Yeah, I don't know. Well, didn't remember when we went to drove to PEI once to go to a, a driving range and yeah. it took us like the woods. Yeah, to like, like a hillbillies. Mud yeah. yeah, mud people. <laughs> mud people and like blind dead dogs and stuff like that. <laughs> no, we killed the dog. No, we didn't kill a dog. There's <laughs> just a blind person with this dog that jumped out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, so for those two days while you were gone, I stayed at home and I like became obsessed with editing our San Francisco But you did such an video. incredible job. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, before you left, I had done, like, the first chunk. I did, like, mm-hmm. the first two minutes when it's, like, an eight, seven-minute video. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that – I was kind of motivated to do it, but then I wasn't. But then you were gone, so I was like, well, I might as well just get to it. Mm-hmm. And then because my mom, she always requests, like, vacation videos. And since we're going in October, 
I was yeah. like, oh, well, there's no real rush. Like, it's now, like, early September. Yeah. But then I started working on it halfway through, and I got really obsessed. I'm like, now I just want someone, I want people to see it because I want, like, instant gratification of people being like, oh, it's so amazing. Like, you did such a great job. You did do such a great job. So you sent the video to my entire family, and within less than 24 hours, they all viewed the video. Oh, within, was- within the hour, I'm getting messages back. And so, like, everybody's commenting on other great parts of the video. And so the one thing that was awesome, when I came back and saw it, John's an amazing editor, and, like, you have been, and it's, like, to be fair, you only usually get 30 seconds of real estate space, yeah. and you don't get to cut to, like, fun music yeah. all the time. commercial music. And so, this video, I swear to God, you made the whole thing in very distinct, different things yeah. come together like a full fucking music video. My audio editing alone. People won't People, understand yeah, how good my audio editing was for this one. It's but- sick. I might, I probably won't post it because it's just for us. Yeah, it's just for its family and friends. But uh, I'll have a DVD coming uh, the Malin's way when I come back to in October. Mm -hmm. So I did that. So that was basically just my like couple days. I have to go to the bathroom. There it is. (laughs) What do you want to talk about next? Let's go chronologically. Actually, I was going to ask you. What's that? Do you, when I'm gone, do you feel like it's like, Fun in the apartment, or... Well, yeah, it's fun in the apartment until it becomes nighttime. It gets dark in here. Yeah, because I was, like, trying to think. It's like, do I like being alone in a hotel by myself? Not really. Uh, I like being alone in a hotel at afterwards after I... If I'm... After I've, de- I've accomplished whatever I'm in that city to do by myself, whether yeah. it's work or school or this or that, yeah. then I feel good because I'm like, oh, I did the thing I got to do, so now yeah. I just, like, chill out. But, uh, I got lonely. <laughs> lonely? You were gone for like two days. Two and a half days. You got Netflix at your disposal. Yeah, but I didn't bring the iPad. I didn't That's want to watch true. it on my phone. That's um, true. But no. there, I was like, oh, you, sometimes it gets like, it's weird. It's uh, like once I, I watch baseball and then the game ends at 10 o'clock and then I got another two hours. Then it's a little lonely. Yeah. It's like, well, I got home at six. I didn't speak to anyone for the next 15 hours. Aww. But uh, no, I also took melatonin, so that knocked my ass out, which kind of helped. Yeah, I made the mistake of not taking any drugs. Yeah, well, prescription sleeping pills. Is yeah. What saying. But uh, yeah, and all I wanted to do was watch Paranormal Witness, but I couldn't I watch it until they came, watch it came back. Yeah, the monsters. This week's episode was awesome about Ouija boards and you know, Mexican what? kids. What? <laughs> Have you ever played with the Ouija board? Uh, no, and I never will. But I know my older sister did once with the sleepover. Oh. Her si- friends came over, and I think the next day there was like all these black spots on the carpet. Really? I think Are you so. lying? No, you can ask her. I we'll had- ask her. She can write us in. Tell her on the Facebook page. Let us know if that did or did not happen. I wonder if like our Ouija boards still sold. Of course they I feel are. like it's like Jumanji. No, but you can like- make money off of it. I guess so. You can make money off Ouija boards. Of course, they're, they're sold. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, maybe, like, too many kids got terrified and ran away or something. Yeah, but then it just, like, builds the urban legend. Whoa. When I was younger, I remember at my cousin's house, my second cousin's house, and when my parents used to go out on Saturdays and my brothers didn't live in, um, what you would call it, in Ontario anymore, I used to go stay over there at night till my parents came home and they'd pick me up, and I was terrified of this person's house for Whoa. numerous reasons. Okay. The minute you entered, it was like this huge like lobby area, and there was a grandfather clock that played that weird chime music when it's like ding 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 ding. Was it the soundtrack to Inception? Though? Yeah, pretty much. Clock? Right. Then you'd walk up the stairs, and you could either go right or left. 
but they had like these weird Jesus photos that like kind of move like that San Francisco oh. painting. So it looked like He's watching, watching you. you. And so we were on one side in like her bedroom playing with the Ouija board. And Can like, you not be playing with this shit? And literally terrified me. I was younger than her. And it was like, name the boy you like. And it was like, D A N or whatever. And I was like, you know. <laughs> right? But then it would be like, Okay, are there any spirits left in this house? What are their names? And I'm like, how would you know that? And so, like, we wouldn't know, like, do at the same time. Yeah. And so I'm like, we can't do this anymore. And the one thing with the Ouija board is you have to say bye to the spirit. Yeah, that's what they said on the Paranormal Witness. Otherwise, you have to say goodbye or they stay in your place. We never did because we were both scared shitless. So then I never wanted to go back to the scary house, Jumanji house. Two things. Is this... First of all, this just sounded like a long-winded answer to just tell me that you had a rich friend. Just like, oh, they had this huge <laughs> lobby. And you could go up the stairs and walk left Jesus the right. <laughs> Second of all, was this before or after you started seeing, like, Native American ghosts? After. In See? This is where I'm like, shit's real with me, man. So just so you know, I'm staring in, like, the dark room. I'm just going to go turn the light on real fast. Now you got me all scared. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is why I can't, you can't watch scary shit. Oh, now that I know all this craziness. Yeah. Uh, so, should we just go to Friday next? I don't think anything else happened. No. Uh, what do we do Friday? So, Friday, because um, John and I, we were saying, we we're, like, pretty busy. Like, we have a pretty set schedule. Yeah, we're always doing dope we're shit. We're always doing dope shit. And it was actually cool to me. One of my colleagues at work literally was like, because you guys do cool shit. Yeah. And I felt like, oh my God, does he listen to the podcast? Because we say that. Yeah. And now he's just using our actual 605 vernacular. Yeah. Um, but either way, John and I have a very pretty set in stone schedule for the most part. Yeah. Monday's our podcast. Yeah. Wednesday's band. Yeah. Fridays usually go out of some sort. Saturdays yeah. go out or stay in. Sun Or family. Yeah. Right? Sunday is usually family baseball. Yeah. And so... It's pretty busy. We haven't seen some groups of friends because they didn't make it to Chris and Becca's barbecue. Right. So we're like, let's rally with them. Those friends being Ben, Lil, Maneri, and Andrea. Yeah. So I was like, hey, why don't we rally on Friday and go to this awesome bar in Toronto called Drake 150. Yeah. So we actually took your mom there before. Yeah. It looked like a cafe in Chicago. Which is awesome. And it has like one wall of like all gaudy artwork. So it looks like Barcelona. Um, but we went there and we ended up kicking it for like three hours, which was awesome. My mm-hmm. food was delicious. Yeah, my pizza was great. It was just really hot. It gave me like some spicy peppers or some something. And I found it really hot in there. It was like jam packed. Yeah, my ass was hurting because like the seat was just rock hard. Yeah, we didn't actually get to sit in like the booth, like a no. nice area. We were sitting in like the bar area. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was actually cool right now in it's World Cup hockey in Canada in the world. Yeah, right. World but Cup. it's being hosted in Canada, Toronto, Toronto. So I didn't realize this because I wasn't paying attention to it at all. But at work, some of my colleagues were saying that um, there's like this huge concert going on at the distillery district um, for World Cup hockey. Yeah. And so the distillery district, for those of you guys who don't live in Toronto, doesn't inherently have a venue that you would have a concert in. No, I never thought that. It's just the parking lot, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, who's on the bill? And so... They're like, oh, Sam Roberts and the Killers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Because yeah, yeah. I love the Killers. You right? do. And have you ever seen them live? No. I have. And? 
They were good, but they didn't say anything to the audience. This was like eight years ago at Virgin yeah. Fest. It was them, and then I think it was either Smashing Pumpkins or Oasis. I think it was Oasis came on after. Yeah. And they just played their songs. They were good, but they didn't say, like, I don't even think they said hi, Toronto. They just really? played and got the hell off. Got out the hell off. Maybe it's like the Vegas hours they yeah. usually do. So either way, I got really excited. So I'm like, oh, my God, I've never seen The Killers. I love them. They're coming here. I've seen Sam Roberts before. I think I have, too. Um, he's good. I was just like, I just want to hear, like, five songs and call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I texted you, and I was like, oh, can we try and go here after dinner? Yeah. And unfortunately, the show was at 8.30 Eight. or yeah. something. And it was on TV time, so you knew they were going to hit the stage right at 8.30. Right. And so, unfortunately, we missed The Killers, but you... PVR'd what you could of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, it was like 15 songs and like yeah, 10 of them all, were all my songs I liked. Um, so eventually we will see The Killers. Yeah. Um, but it was awesome. We hung out at the Drake 150, just some like great catching up with friends. Andrea and Maneri were telling us about their pending trip to Japan Very and cool. Thailand, which is awesome, and Cambodia. And so, I don't know, I thought it was, like, a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I just love Fridays like that where we go out and we don't get home too late. Yeah. But it was, like, kicked it, had some really great drinks, had some really great dinner, um, and just, like, good conversation with friends. Mm. A good way to sum things up. Yeah. And then fast forward to Saturday, it was Ooh. kind of, you were pretty sleepy. I was, okay, so I don't know what it is. Sorry. You're resting for a big Sunday. I was resting up for my big, uh, taking the home plate Sunday. And so, I think I'm just tired. Like, I don't know if you feel like this. Some days you're just like, oh, I could just yeah, sleep. Just sleep all day, because we do so much dope shit. Yeah, it just, like, it catches up to you. And so, I think what it's like, like, if we go to work, so, sometimes, like, I come home and do more work. Yeah. Right? And then, or it's like, we're busy, or we're like, out well, and about. We used to run down our schedule, and we have like one day off a week. Yeah. But it's like, I'd rather be busy than bored. What about yeah. you? Yeah, but sometimes you gotta be bored. and Not, not even nah, bored. Sometimes you gotta just bored. sit there and just like, watch TV, or read a book, or uh, watch like, the Northern Stars. No. <laughs> right? If we were watching. Aurora Borealis. Remember that time I tried to go to Moor Park in San Fran and you wouldn't let yeah, me? Yeah, this thing was three hours away. So? And then we had to go see Snoop Dogg, which was two hours away in the opposite direction. So? So we didn't have the we didn't capacity. Have Remember that time I told you I wanted to go to the Alora Gorge? Yeah. And we never gone. No, but we went to Hamilton. <laughs> to Albion Falls. Yeah. Um, but either way, so on Saturday, I chose to basically only be awake for about seven hours <laughs> that day because I woke up at about 11, yeah. then went back to bed at 1, yeah. woke up at 5.30, <laughs> and then, like, we went out for, got food, then watched TV for another two hours, and I went back to bed. Yeah, but it you needed dark. it. Yeah. I was exhausted. Yeah, it's been busy. It's been really busy. And then, do you want to talk about what Sunday represents? <sighs> so... Oh, wait. What? We finished season five of Lost. Yeah. How did, what did you think? Um, it was okay. My comment's always, like, remember when the show used to be about people who got stranded on an island from yeah. a plane crash? It's all right. It's, watching it all in a row makes it better. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's okay. I don't know. Like, Jack, who I, never was my favorite, but he's kind of turned into, like, a little pansy. <laughs> Sawyer I always still like, but yeah. it's just kind of... It's all right. It's like okay. now, I want to finish it just to like finish it. I haven't. I don't remember the last season at all. But what? What do you think? Um, I feel like watching Juliet die was spoiler like, alert. It's been like ten years, right? Um, you just asked me about my math. 
Hasn't it been 10 years since 2006? Didn't it go off air? No, it went off. We were, no, because we were dating when it went Oops. off air. You didn't even know me in 2006. <gasps> Jeez. Did you sure you didn't have a James help you with math back in the day, grade 11? My no. boy's James. I didn't need help with math. I'm 51. Well, clearly. <laughs> so, something's going on. So, either way, what? <laughs> I'll dump you for a younger man. I know you will. <laughs> So, um, what do you call it? So, we, <laughs> I went, okay, this is not giving anything away. Lost has been off air forever. They're all dead anyway. They're all dead anyways. Juliet's death was one of, to me, one of the heartbreaking deaths of Lost, much like Charlie's. Spoiler alert. He died before <laughs> Juliet. Spoiler alert. Stop. Right, put the fucking disclaimer No, 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 I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it. <laughs> put it in. The following podcast contains spoilers. If you don't want plot lines ruined... Download previous episodes 1 through 111. Listener discretion is advised. Okay. So, either way, Julian dies. And it's, to me, it's, like, the most painful death because it's, like, once again, I blame all bad things on Lost on Kate. Yeah, she's the worst. She is the worst. She's the most, like, fickle, non-level-headed person ever. It was, like... Hey, Grandma Gomez. Shut up! Hey, fickle. Sorry. <laughs> Thought you were gonna hit me. I got all defensive. No, I'm not gonna hit you this time. Ow! <laughs> oh, you slapped me again. Ah! I'm still standing like Elton John. <laughs> You're that's the this worst. That's your shit. I mean, that's the <laughs> next week on previously on. <laughs> so, you're, so oh, <laughs> if you gave me hiccups, John Valley. If I did, please don't hit me. Ow! <laughs> my ass! My ass! You spanked me. Oh, oh. you bastard. Yes. Ow, that was a real hit. <laughs> if I got hiccups, you're getting the peanut butter. Oh. <laughs> You've gone off the rails. You've gone off the rails. Oh, I was going to say to you, oh, <laughs> go get yeah. me my peanut butter. No. Oh. I'll go get it. What were you going to say to me? I can't breathe. Carrier hiccups. Yeah, but the worst part is it's not even good peanut butter. Clear, I got all natural peanut butter. Tastes like tar because clearly what makes peanut butter good is the sugar, right? There's no sugar. It's all gross. Yeah, you got peanut butter breath now. So is your face. What are you gonna say before? I was gonna say when one season ends, another begins, and so How what our prophetic. yeah our Bachelor in Paradise season ends. And now we're just gunning for the season of The Bachelor with Nick. Yeah, I already got my promos in mind. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'd like to point out and say that I found Nick so hot from the beginning, Mm -hmm. first of all. But what premiered in Canada this past week was Bachelor... Wait, Bachelorette in Canada. Just Bachelorette in Canada. Oh, oops. (laughs) It is not good. No. On the Fassbender scale of what you've seen so far, what do you give it? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Ah, three. I got no interest in it. I don't have real interest in it. I heard friends have said it's pretty decent. I also just like seeing where in, like, Toronto or, like, But it looks like it's done in Vancouver. It looks like it's more in Van. But I think the one thing that I never understand is... For, like, they always do these, like, cheesy 1980s things for, like, Canadian reality programming. Right. And the Bachelorette, she looks way better when she's not done up. Yeah. Because when they make her done up, she looks like the lioness woman. Who that? The girl with all the Botox. Who that? That old broad. I'll show you a picture later. Okay. Either way. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like I'm it. Gonna del- you can still watch it, but I might delete well, it. Well, we're almost done on shows. No, we got so much shit. We got Narcos, Mr. Robot, mm-hmm. Last Season of Lost. Mm-hmm. We got Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mindy, mm-hmm. Modern Family coming back. Hockey's coming back. I'm so excited. Um, mm-hmm. There'll always be stuff. There's always be stuff. So why don't we get into Sunday Funday? So Sunday was the last day of softball for the swingers. Basically... There's two pools, Pool A and B. Pool A was the top nine teams competed for number one prize, and Pool B was, like, the bottom nine teams, which played for, like, loser status, I yeah. guess. Like, Which team were we in? We were in the losers. <laughs> but I'd like to say that I feel like you guys were, like, should have been, like, above the 500 mark. Yeah, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know about a bunch of dickheads we had to deal with throughout mm-hmm. baseball. But anyways, we made it to the semifinals, so if we won our first game yesterday, we would make it to the finals of our pool, and then if you win that, you win championship. Yeah. So, it, it, it was a lot of fun season, but you need at least two girls to play, and at 5.30 when the game started, no girls were there, and you showed up just to, like, in case we needed you. Yeah. I always try and come. I think I've only missed, like... Two of your games. Yeah. And right? one of them I played crazy out of my mind good. Like, I know. Fucking rock star status. Sometimes I think I'm like, oh, are you lying? No, I not You've seen me play crazy good. Have I? Yeah. and I've... I know you have. You're an awesome player. Yeah. Right? Um, what you want to call it. But yeah, it was also like, as to John's point from last week, I know I wasn't part of it, but it was such like a bitch move last week where like nobody... Um, like, people said they were coming and then never showed up or just yeah. didn't write at all. And then coming off the previous week where nobody just showed yeah, up at three all. three of us showed right? up. Right? And so, like, that was just bullshit. But anyways, uh, you played with us. One of the other girls showed up, which was great. Mm-hmm. And But since she was late, we had to automatically forfeit two runs to the other team. So we were already in a hole down 2 nothing. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. Because... If you start late, every, like, ten minutes you start late, the other team gets a run. No fucking way. Yeah, so the guy said they were already up 2 nothing. I did not know that. Yeah, they were up 2 nothing. so that's, we were already in a hole, down two. This Whoa. makes our comeback even more impressive. Now it actually does. Oh, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you talk more about the, the game? You're playing back catcher. Yeah, so I had a really good... Um, what you might call it, time playing backhatcher the last time. I thought I made some really good plays. And so this time around, where the other girl on your team, Anita, usually plays backhatcher, I asked her if I could do it for the whole game. Yeah. And so she said, yeah, totally, which was great. Um, the one thing it was, I didn't stretch or anything um, before the game because my favorite pastime hobby is sleeping, yeah. apparently, this weekend. So I w- just came out of another like two-hour nap right. 20 minutes before we had to leave. And so I wasn't really stretched or anything. And so because there's only two girls up, the batting order is also two guys, then a girl, two guys, then a girl. So Anita and myself were up a lot more um, than usual. You got like 10 at bats. 10 at bats, um, where you would typically only have like six. And you were hitting the ball really well. Like you were getting hits. And if you weren't getting hits, there were like line drives to people. Yeah. But what did you say you found every time you got up to bat? I was always in like the two, like the two two outs. outs. So Mm -hmm. I kept calling me two out Gomez because then I would go up for the most part and like knock out as well. Yeah. I think I got like two hits in the first yeah. Part of the game. But you did good. And we, we got off to a pretty... You, got, you did really well. Yeah, I, I kind of played all over the place, every position. Mm-hmm. I got some hits, got some runs. I always also think it's like, 
it's the field is great. Like we played in the diamond that you usually like to play in. Yeah. But there's like a bit of a dip because so many people stand and they're right-handed. Yeah. There's like a hole for sure at home plate, and then it also it's like amateur <laughs> pitching. Yeah. From your own team. Yeah. So it's like, it's always hard to feel like, oh, you got a really good pitcher. Yeah. So we got off to a pretty early lead, even though they were up by two runs, I think. And I got hit in the foot. Yeah, you got hit in the foot. Yeah. By your own teammate. By my own teammate. Threw the ball and hit you. Yeah. We're not sure if he liked either of us. No. The, uh, I don't think he liked reason. me at all. <laughs> I don't think he liked me either because I call him out for not showing up one goddamn day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just done with that bullshit of yeah, having to principle. argue with people and then having people just not like, show not up say for bullshit. Anyways, we were off to a pretty early lead, and by like the f- it goes seven innings in the sixth inning, when we had two outs and we were up by like four runs, there was a play at first base which should have been three outs, and again, the person was out by like a foot, and they're like, no, they're safe, and mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, and from there with two outs, they ended up getting like six runs. So now we were down by two runs. Yeah. And then, so basically going into the last inning, we were down by two runs with the home team, sort of the last team up to bat. And first person gets on, sec, uh, next person gets on, someone scores, so now we're down by one run. And then two people get out, so there's a runner on first and second, two outs, we're down by one run, and who comes up to bat? <laughs> two out, Gomez. <laughs> and you were saying, you were, what, were your, what were your thoughts that if you got out, the season's over, right? Yeah, it's so horrible. One, I'm not really on your team, right? Like, I'm coming in as a ringer to help out. And so I just feel bad. Like, you, you anybody feels bad when they're the cause of, like, leaving people yeah, stranded on base, right? Not I your also, fault. It's not my fault, but I, obviously, like, you internalize it kind of thing. Like, it is your fault. And so the weird thing was I have no strategy when I hit, right? right? I very much just go up and try to hit. But one of the guys on your team who's really nice, Nav, he was like, here, Val, you know, when you're hitting, because you've got so much, like, strength in your hits these days, he's like, try and angle it this way, because everyone's playing you on the shift, right? right? And so, because I always hit, like, shortstop to third, yeah. essentially, and I'm like, Nav, you can tell me all you want. I have I no know. idea where I'm hitting, man. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so he was actually the pitcher yeah. Um, for our ups to bat, and so now you tell the story, because I will never tell it properly. So there's two outs, we're down by one run, two people on base, you get three pitches. I think the first pitch you swing and miss, second pitch is a foul, so now you're down to your last pitch. Guy pitches. Is that it. what happened? Yeah, you're down to your last pitch, Holy your last shit. out. Like, the story gets better and better when I hear it. I'm also a good storyteller. You are. I did not tell it this well today. I know, that's why I told you. Like, did you tell the story correctly? I was like, no. I also wouldn't tell this story out loud. You have to. Nah, I'm not that person. It's just like how you don't tell people your great stories. Yeah, but I guess so. So mm-hmm. at this point, everyone's standing on the field for waiting to see what you do. <laughs> to judge me. So he throws the pitch, and you smash the ball. And this time, you actually hit it opposite field. <laughs> yeah. Smash it. coaching. In the air to the outfield. One run comes around the score. It's a tie game. And then the play's going to be close. You run a second. The guy runs second, runs third. And it's a close play. Who was the... on the bases? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I don't remember, to be yeah. honest. So now the play's at home. The person throws it from the outfield at home. If they get us out, we go to extras. If we score, we win. Play is not in time. We get the two runs. We take the lead. And you end up doing a walk-off game-winning hit (laughs) to take us to the finals. (laughs) So, like, I instantly knew that you had won the game. But I don't think everyone knew. I don't. Yeah, I think me and you were the only ones who So, like, I ran to second base to, like, go, like, jump in the air. You start jumping in the air. Yeah. And then everyone, I'm like, we won the game, we won the game. Then yeah. everyone's like, holy shit, we won the game. 
Which was like the coolest moment ever. It was. Like, it was pretty. I felt you... great because I was like, I finally came through with two out Gomez. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. And so, no, it was such a great feeling, especially because I felt like your team needed that. Oh, yeah. Um, which was awesome. So I was glad to be of service. And did you know, like, as soon as you hit the ball, were you like, holy shit? No, I, really I didn't. Well. I didn't realize didn't what was happening. So I was just well. like, just hit the ball and get to first. Just get to first. Right? Were... So, yeah, it was like super amazing to see. Like, I can't believe. No, no one this season did a walk-off hit, but you did to send us to the finals. And I'm happy because now that you tell me all the stuff that happened yeah. earlier in the game about, like, we got we were down, down by, two. by two, and then we had two extra runs in general, yeah. those were probably the two extra runs that we got off the top. Yeah. Right? And so it's like we were working at a deficit, so it was just, like, an awesome feeling. Yeah, such a cool feeling. Right? I was, like, super proud of you that you Thank came. Thank you. Even if you got out, I would have been like, oh, just thanks for showing up and helping yeah. us out, right? And that was the thing. It's like I honestly feel like a lot of girls just, like, one, don't like playing as much, but then it's also, like, the commitment to come yeah. every week is, like, sometimes difficult or whatever. But I actually enjoy playing with you guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So that was pretty cool that you walked off the wind to send us yeah, to the finals. Yeah, I had my new bat, my Louisville yeah, bat. Yeah, you were the MVP like Josh Donaldson, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then we went in the finals and we lost by nine runs. <laughs> but we felt like it was a bullshit out. Uh, yeah, it's it's whatever. Like, the real game to me was that first one. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really care about the finals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. The fact that we came back to win this close game and... Mm-hmm was really really cool i think my favorite part was i still felt like really good and you're always like really supportive of like you did so well blah blah yeah, you're you supposed to so have well. fun like you're supposed cares? to have fun but every like most of the guys on the team afterwards were like holy shit val you're like hitting so well yeah, which was awesome exactly which i felt good about ever since we went to the, the batting, batting cages and i think figured out our hits yeah same here it was like oh this is good because i'm like i knew i could hit the ball but i felt like I needed to prove to you I could no, hit, I the ball, hit the ball. Right? And so that was really good. And then um, two of our friends on the team, uh, Nick and Greg, because I was using Greg's bat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I love this Louisville bat. They gave it to me as my MVP trophy yeah, at the MVP. end because they were going to toss it. Yeah. So you got MVP honors, yeah. basically. So it was... It was a good season for me. <laughs> yeah. It was a good way to end this season. Like, I'm, I had fun. I'm glad it's over now just because there's, like, some bullshit I didn't like putting up with. Yeah. I'll definitely sign up again next year. But it's, like, a good summer thing to do. Very cool summer thing. Good. Mm. It was always, like, also, like, we stayed and watched the end game. There's something about, like, being in a park at night in the summer that just feels like kind of like there's no worries kind of yeah. thing like i don't feel like i'm in work at for all sure. like i feel like i'm back in high school for whatever reason yeah it was a lot of fun but next year if i do it i just want to come up with a better team name than swears. do you have any ideas no not <laughs> you no uh, i'm still trying to figure out if i want to play on your team or not oh you can probably just play and not pay like this year yeah that's probably my ammo <laughs> or you can sign up it's up to you yeah too much commitment right <laughs> So we're almost done. Do you want to talk about the Emmys at all before yeah, we end course. this thing? Yeah, of course. Pass my phone, please. I have, I have all the Emmys. But I want my phone, please. <laughs> what did you think of the Emmys? So the one thing I would say, I will say to John is that, or in general, I don't feel like a lot of people in our demographic watch television the way you and I do anymore, only because I went to work and people were shocked that I watched the Emmys. But I also would never tune into the Emmys in real time. Like, no. there's a, so much filler. No award show I would tune in to real time. What do you think, um, what do you give it on the Fastbender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. <laughs>
Uh, probably like an 8.3. Yeah. What about think, you? I think the same. Um, the one thing is, is that if we didn't have it on PVR, that would have been the most arduous thing to watch. I really like Jimmy Kimmel's um, intro, like monologue kind of montage thing he did. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great, like, funny commentary from, like, various um, TV shows and right. comedians and, like, po- politicians. Jeb Bush. Yeah, everyone. Right? Um, so I thought that that was awesome. I thought that... A lot of unsuspecting people won, which was great. Yeah, it's always good when underdogs can come up and win. But one of the series that I was really happy about that we watched that's on your, one of your channels, um, OJ. Yeah, of course. I knew, I knew OJ was going to win everything. Like I didn't think it would clean up in that many acting oh, categories. I knew it would just because I'm like, well, yeah, Marsha Clark and yeah. all those people. I'm like, yeah, they're but definitely th- going to win. I thought, like, okay, so um, the guy who played Johnny Cochran, yeah. yes. Marsha Clark, yes, yeah. but I didn't think that guy who played um, Chris Darden or whatever his name is. Chris Darden. Chris Darden. I didn't think he would win. He was awesome. He man. was amazing, but some of the other categories, what what do you got? Um, what did you think? So Best Actor went to Mr. Robot. I right. love it, and I said to you that I was so excited that, like, and just, like, here's a mark of a good show that people, like, follow so well. His opening line of his acceptance yeah. speech was, is this really happening yeah. or something? And which is a very token Elliot line in Mr. Robot. And everybody just started laughing. Mm-hmm. And it just felt so sincere. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was cool. And I also just like that, um, whatchamacallit, the season. What do you think of the season of Mr. Robot? Uh, it's all, we talked about it last week. It's all right. I think it's getting there. I think it's getting there. I find like the more I read about it, after we watch it, I yeah. appreciate it more. Yeah, same here. And I, I just really like um, Rami Malek as an actor. I yeah. think he's really good in it. Yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for best drama, I went to Game of Thrones. Like, I was hoping the Americans would win, even though it's not my favorite show. I just really like the season. Yeah. And I thought that they were such an underdog that I wish they won, mm-hmm. and I wish Carrie Russell won for Best Actress for the Americans. Yeah. But she lost to the chick from Orphan Black, which I've never seen. But I've never seen. But she's Canadian, apparently. Yeah, people said it's it's a lot like Mr. Robot good, where it's like, oh, oh wow. like that's kind of how it is. That's good. Um, what else do we got? Veep won for, like, Best Comedy, which you know I'm kind of over. I, I know like people Veep, love it. I know people. How many seasons of that show is there? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But I think it's like Veep is, to me, is like the Jon Stewart uh, like yeah. slash the modern family yeah. of like the awards. It's like okay, we get it. You're good. But yeah. I heard her um her thank or acceptance speech was yeah. really nice. Like she like her, her father died, just and so she like attributed a lot of it to him, which was awesome. Yeah, uh, the only other one, the one I was super happy about was best supporting actor in comedy went to Louis Anderson for Baskets. Yeah, where he plays Zach Galifianakis's mom. I was like, oh, he was such like a good part in that show that I was super happy for that. But you know the one thing that I was thinking about and how you said this last night? What? And there was two things you said last night. You're like, you said exactly that about Louie Anderson yeah. playing a mom. And then obviously it's like somebody made a joke about him being like, oh, or like Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about how there's no good parts for like women over 50. Yeah. Ask Louie Anderson or something. Yeah. And then when we got to best lead actress in a, in a drama series, there was no clips for any yeah. of the women, but there were clips for all the men. Yeah, I know. Right? And so I'm like, oh, maybe it's a timing thing. But I was like, oh, wait a second. There's many incidents of, like, women just not getting the same amount of airtime yeah. as guys. And then another, yet another role. 
Yeah, that's, what, that's what I noticed. Well, it was also just like, when I asked you, I was like, oh, did Louis Anderson change his voice at all to play this woman? No. You're like, no. No, he, he just was his exact same person, just he had a wig on, and he was supposed to be a woman. So he wasn't like, supposed to be transgender. He just, not just like the show, he was, yeah. I was his mom. and Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, well, that's a little shitty. Yeah, but no, he was, again, he didn't win for best actress. He won for best actor. Yeah, 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 which is fair. It's like exactly the thing. It's like if you wear prosthetics, you wear, like, you change, like, gender for, like, the role, you're more than likely doing it to get some sort of critical acclaim. Yeah, but that's all. I thought it was good overall. Is there anything else you wanted to say? I was just going to say, I think for me, the one thing that, like, outside of, like, the FX miniseries um, or limited series... I was really sad that, like, there aren't any shows like Breaking Bad anymore, Mad Men. Yeah. Like, those kinds of shows where we're, like, so into the main protagonist anymore. Like, Better Call Saul was nominated, yeah. but Saul wasn't nominated. No, he was. Was he? Yeah, he lost to Mr. Robot. Oh, I didn't... Was he there? Yeah, he was there. It was, like, him and the guy from the Americans and Mr. Robot. He zoned out for that. Yeah, then. he was definitely there. He was definitely nominated. But then I think it's, like, yeah, it's, like, there's no, like... Just, like, those calibers of shows, right? Yeah, I think Better Call Saul is that for me. Yeah. Even, uh, not not quite the Americans, but I was surprised, like, The Walking Dead never gets nominated. But I don't think it's the same type of show. No, but it's, like, the biggest show on TV. Yeah. Next to Game of Thrones. Right. I'm surprised, like, Rick doesn't get nominated for Best Actor. Like, he's good. He's good, but maybe he just plays, like, angry Rick now. That's true. One hand, Rick. Or like Carol. Carol. Oh, Carol. I don't know. I don't want to see her. Oh, when does that show come back now? Back in October. Oh my god. You want to watch? Yeah, it. I know I do. Right. Is there anything else you want to say about the Emmys? Uh, no. I just thought it was like I'm happy we watched it on PVR. Thank you for recording it. I thought a lot of like Jimmy Kimmel's like in between banter was hilarious, like including yeah. the Donald Trump stuff and the stuff with Stranger Things. Yeah, apparently the kids from Stranger Things. Performed Uptown Funk during the commercial breaks what? there. Well, because that one kid, Lucas, yeah, not all... Lucas, Dustin, with no teeth, Yeah, he's like a really great Broadway singer. Yeah, all three of them can sing. The one main kid wasn't there. Mike? Mike wasn't there. What? The three other ones. He's were... the one who can play guitar really well. I know. Oh man. Well, there's clips on YouTube. You can look it up. It's I really cool. hope those kids never grow up. Yeah, I know. It's like, are they just going to be like washed up cokeheads when they get older? Like how a lot of people from like the 80s and yeah, 90s? Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. They seem pretty legit. Yeah. Um... Well, since this was a big week for you and you got the game-winning hit, I was going to let you pick the band of the week. Okay, one second. Do you have a band of the week? Yes. So, this is courtesy of friend of the podcast, David, and he actually played it for another friend of the podcast, Lou and I, today um, at work, and it's called In a Blackout. It's by Hamilton Leithhauser. Okay. And Rostam, right? Rostam, but it's called In a Black, and it was actually used in the new iPhone 7 spot. It kind of sounds like Bob Dylan-esque, and it's very fall, which I feel like it's very appropriate for what the weather should be like now. But it sounds like Bob Dylan, and it feels like you should be hearing it in Into the Wild. I like so, that. So, pretty cool song. Definitely check it out. Um, pretty cool singer. It looks pretty funky. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, he's been on a lot of like talk shows recently, but I feel like it's pretty badass. Um, so check it out. It's called "In a Blackout" by Hamilton Luthauser and Rostam. <laughs> I like it. So all the ways to get in contact with our asses: Facebook.com/slash/live605 for pictures and memes and gifts and all that funness. And then you can follow me on Twitter. It's and- Vampire Weekend. The guy. Oh, yeah. oh, I heard about that. 
Rostam. Yeah, I heard about him. Yeah. Mal and Camp on Twitter and Instagram and yourself. It's Val Gomez23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. So we'll be back with the season 12 finale next week. Wow. And then we'll take a much needed vacation break. Vacation staycation. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Many I see they all just lost their minds Midnight, where we used to dance Underneath the earthly halogen lamps